Hey boo, this is your host, Ruby Michelle. Welcome to Gem Talk, your safe space for real, raw, and relatable conversations. Hi Gems, welcome to Gem Talk, what it is, what's good. Today we have the beautiful Sanella. How are you? I'm good, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for this. <laughs> No problem. Tell them who you are, where you're from. So I am Sonella Estrella. I live in Chicago um, and I have been on my spiritual journey for a long time. But, you know, as the years go by, you go through mm-hmm. many, many more uh, of them. Um, Mm -hmm. so I started posting about my journey on TikTok at the end of 2020 and, um, it's just been really fulfilling to kind of help other people on their spiritual journey and with their mental health. Um, so I actually, it it ended up being so, so fulfilling for me that I actually Mm -hmm. ended up leaving my desk job to, kind of do this full time and Mm. I am working on my life coaching certification right now um yeah so um TikTok changed my life it really did I'm so happy for you and I actually found you on TikTok and I, I I found what you were talking about very interesting because it's very it's always beautiful to see people that use their platform for such um positive or like in um useful information you know yeah yeah I never wanted to um sorry go ahead no no no, continue okay I I I never wanted to um kind of put content out there that was just like useless Mm -hmm. I guess not useless no content is useless but I didn't want to be dancing or you know singing (laughs) or doing any of that stuff but I do have a lot of knowledge to share that I've learned over the years so it just felt really good to do that and that it reached the right people and it helped so many it truly did like i i i don't remember which video i saw but then it opened what i love about it is that you can plant seeds in people's minds like i saw one of your videos and then not even like weeks later i'm like i realized something about my life and it made me think about the video that i saw of you and that's what i love about spirituality like the universe is always planting little seeds into your world for you to actually grow into something. And I started, I've always been interested in spirituality. Like when I was younger, I would always tap into it, but I would never fully go into it because I I come from a Caribbean household and they're Catholic. And like, if I, I remember talking to my mom about it and she was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like this, the universe, none of that. So my culture sees it as like demonic, you know, and I've always like had that like, okay, maybe it isn't for me because it's seen as demonic where I'm from. So I, I would even like meditate sometimes and I'm like, I feel good about this, but then I, I would dismiss it because of that. So then when I grew up and I went through a spiritual awakening, I think my first spiritual awakening was in 2019 and it was, oh, it was enlightening because I learned so much about my world and myself. And over the years, like now, starting this podcast, like my podcast is all about adulthood and like living my 20s. But there's some episodes that are just us laughing and like just talking about whatever. But I really wanted to use the podcast and spread like uh, my experience with spirituality, you know. And I feel like you doing that with your TikTok was such a great initiative because look where it it brought you like it changed your whole life and now you don't you don't have to work for someone else you're working for yourself and you're doing something that you actually love that is helping others you know definitely yeah um it's it's just it's crazy because you know when we first hear about some of these concepts of mental health and spirituality when we first hear about it sometimes we're like uh, I don't really know, but like you said, like it's that seed that's planted inside you and it takes time to grow and then yeah. later it could just all click. 
because I've had so many people um, way back in the beginning of my spiritual journey that were just like, okay, Sanella, whatever, whatever you're talking about, about the universe, (laughs) like, okay, crazy lady. And then, you know, a few years down the road, they're, they're, you know, talking about manifestation and the universe. Mm. And, you know, you, it feels good to know that you planted that seed inside of them, even if, you know, they maybe thought you were crazy at the time, but you know, it grows into something really beautiful. And once you start thinking in that way, you can't ever go back. Like your entire perspective of your reality is changed forever. Yeah. And it's, I think it's very beautiful. I, and I have this theory where, um, you go through different life phases and every life phase, like you see colors differently. I don't know if it makes sense, but um, I went through my first spiritual awakening in 2019 and then 2020 during the pandemic and a a lot of like um, tests and trials were in my life and I had to like, you know, really go through the jungle to get to the prize because (laughs) it was tough, you know, but then all of that was worth it. And I feel like you can literally feel when you've, to me, life is like a video game. And, you know, there's different levels. It's level one, two, three. And there's, like, you have three lives. And if you lose your lives, then you have to wait a bit and then go back to that level that you failed at. And I feel like it's exactly the same way. Like, there were so many um, situations that were happening to me in different ways, but, but that were so similar because I had to learn the same things. And one of it was... To stop doubting myself and to stop speaking negatively of myself. Because I realized the more I did that, the more my life was negative. And when I stopped doing that and actually celebrated myself, I I, I was literally placed unintentionally in, in environments where I was celebrated. And that was so new to me because I was so used to being negative about myself and others being negative about me. You know? And I feel like after that, like, life, the colors, like, green wasn't the same, blue wasn't the same. Like, you see life differently. Absolutely. Um, so I was listening to a channeler. His name is Bashar. So he channels his future self from a different planet. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how every time we shift our consciousness even a little bit, we are physically moving to a different earth. So you could be on a completely different earth as someone that is right in front of you just because you're living two completely different realities, you know? So when we shift our consciousness and we start speaking more positively to ourselves and seeing ourselves more kindly and other people in in kind of this new light of love, um, we are moving to a new timeline that's better that we, we are physically perceiving the world in a different way because we are in a different world we're in a more positive more beautiful world and I totally get what you're saying about the colors is like as like as the years go by I'm like is it just me or did someone turn up the saturation because like everything is just so much more (laughs) vibrant and beautiful and you just have um this greater appreciation for everything around you yeah Yep. And I, I am at that point. I'm so thankful. And I'm, I'm in situation. Okay. I grew up very spoiled. I've said this before and on the podcast, I've, I like, I didn't grow up in environments where I wouldn't get what I wanted and what I wanted wasn't top tier. You know what I mean? And I decided to be independent and to move out and to live on my own. And then now I live with my grandmother and my grandmother has a, she's a Caribbean woman and she has, she, she has the Caribbean way of living. I have the bougie way of living. Okay. So <laughs> living with her at first was hard because I was like, no, this, nah, nah. like there was a lot of things that we would butt heads about, but then I, at some point I was like, why am I even complaining about the way my grandmother lives? Like, I should be thankful to even ha- to be able to be here, to be in her house, to sleep here. The fact that like she's allowed me to move in with her and stuff like that. And when you see things on a more positive light, it's easier to maneuver through situations. Because I was here complaining about her Caribbean ways because I was I grew up bougie, but she's complaining about my bougie ways because you know what I mean. She didn't grow up like that, 
And one, when I realized, like, I am thankful for this house. I am thankful for the home that she's um, giving me, like, um, emotionally and physically. I was, it, it, it literally became my home. And I remember someone telling me, your home is not what others create for you. It's what you create for yourself. And I've always seeked a home out of other people. So when I started seeking a home out of myself, that life literally became amazing because I'm the one I'm 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 in my world I'm in my home so no one can ruin that for me and that's where it comes with the self-doubt and stuff like that because a lot of times I would doubt myself and that's why a lot of the projects I had in life wasn't executed because I would always be like no it's not gonna work out I would I wouldn't have the the self-worth needed to actually execute projects so how did how would you go about that how did you learn that through your spiritual like awakening or your spiritual journey oh um so that is actually something that I really really struggled with um Mm -hmm. throughout my journey and throughout my life as well um throughout my childhood I did have a lot of people, including my own family, telling me, like, you can't do it, you're mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to do it, you know, so I had those, um, that, I had that self-doubt very early on in my life, and it kind of stuck with me, and it was really, really hard to um, kind of get past that, and it's, it's still yeah. a work in progress. I still find myself having those self-deprecating thoughts and, you know, um, that just end up being self-sabotage. But there are so many techniques that I have learned um, over the years that help, but none of them work if you don't have self-awareness. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that you have to realize that you're having that thought, right? And it's not coming from your inner self or your true self or your higher self, whatever you want to call it. It's coming from the ego, and the ego is based solely off of programming that you've learned throughout your life. But anything that is programmed can be reprogrammed. So the first step for sure is just having that self-awareness and kind of catching yourself in the middle of that thought. Like, say I'm doing something and I'm like, oh, this isn't good enough. No one's going to like it. I catch Mm -hmm. myself and correct that thought immediately. So the sooner you correct yourself and you just keep, you know, the ego learns through repetition. So you just keep correcting yourself, correcting yourself like telling yourself that you can do it, it, it takes time, but it, it really helps. And then another thing that has been really helpful for me is um, sometimes I have these thoughts keeping me up at night, just these mm. self-sabotaging, very mean, so unkind to myself. And it's just, you know, all of this anxiety that is just keeping me up at night, like these thoughts just won't stop running through my brain. Um, So something that I started doing probably around a year ago was asking my spirit guides to just help me turn off my brain and go to sleep. And it's crazy. I did it the first time I did it. It was actually on accident. Um, I was just feeling so bad about myself and I was so in my thoughts. I could not go to sleep. I was keeping myself up for hours. And I asked my spirit guides. I'm in bed. I'm laying there for like three hours. It's like two in the morning. I'm like, what should I do right now? Like, what is the best thing for me to do right now? And I just hear, mm-hmm. go to sleep, child. And my brain, it's like, it was just a switch. It just turned off all my yeah. thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And I was able to fall asleep and then think about it the next day with a more clear head, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of look at it from a different perspective. So Asking your guides and your team for help is so helpful, but they they can't do it if you don't ask because as a human, you have free will. Yeah. But they will be there in a heartbeat to just, you know, kind of suck everything out um, if you ask. Yeah. So that's something that I think everybody should know about and utilize because that's what they're there for. Um, and if you're having trouble doing it yourself, it's um, it's very, very helpful. Do you feel like you're at a space where you you've um, you believe in yourself enough to manifest the things that you need to ma- or want to manifest in your life? Yes and no. 
Um, I did go through kind of a hard few months um, at the end, well, like from like August to early December of 2021, mm-hmm. I was just, spirit was just dragging me through the trenches. Okay. Just, yeah. So I feel like I lost a little bit of progress. Like I'm not at the level where I used to be, but that's mm-hmm. also, um, kind of a self-limiting belief that I am creating for myself is that I need to be where I used to be, but Mm -hmm. I'll never be that person again. I'm only going to be something else, something different, something better. So I do think that I can manifest anything for myself. Like I just have that kind of law of assumption mindset. Mm -hmm. I've always had that, just knowing that everything is going to work out in the end. Um, And I'm going through the motions and kind of going over these humps uh, mm-hmm. and obstacles in life. But I've kind of come to a point where I feel like I have so much. I have everything I can need. And of course, you know, we always want to grow. We're always developing new goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. But I'm just at a point right now where I'm just so happy and grateful for everything that I have that I don't feel like I constantly need to be manifesting. And I feel like that attitude and that gratitude, that just brings in whatever needs to come into your life. And just shifting that perspective to just being grateful for everything that you already have just brings in so many blessings. And I think that's where people are kind of making the mistake Um, is that they are always wanting more and more and more and more without appreciating what Mm. they have already. And that's where they're blocking their manifestations from actually coming in. Because if you're not grateful, if you can't find joy in a cup of coffee, you're not going to find it in a Lamborghini, you know? Okay. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Because it's like, I used to complain so much about life, about everything. And then I realized, when I realized there's nothing to complain about, I've always had what I've, whatever I wanted. Why is that, um, why is that even a thing in my life? And also what you, like you, how you said it, you don't need to manifest anymore. I feel like at some point in life, cause we, some, sometimes when you want something and you do the work to manifest it, like, um, scripting or journaling and like vision, visionizing. Oh my God, that is not the word. Visualizing. visualizing yeah <laughs> so then um but then i also realized like there's some things that i've unintentionally unintentionally manifested in a sense that i know i wanted something but i never did the work for it but because i was such in a good space and i was aligned with what i wanted it just came to me and just yesterday for example in quebec i live in canada quebec montreal and um they closed down all the clubs and i work in the clubs so i don't have oh me too no way but like i don't have an income right now because they closed all the clubs so it's like a lot of people were like my grandma my mom was like okay you're applying for new jobs okay call the the government like not there's like um entrances that can help and stuff like that and I was like yeah but I was like always like dismissing what they were saying because I wasn't stressing about it because I've lived for 23 years and I've I've um always been protected by the higher power in a sense that I've never been in a situation where I can couldn't handle so I know that this time it's not now that I'm gonna be in a situation that I can't handle so I wasn't tripping and then they they um offered this new thing where they're giving money to the people that are um that are jobless because of the pandemic and I called the Canadian Revenue Agency and then they were like, "Oh ma'am." And taken, I called them every year for my taxes and they never told me this. But first they told they I called and they told me um they asked me a security question and they asked me when was the last time that the deposit Canada deposited money in your account and I was like oh let me check my bank account and that morning they deposited money in my account and I never I would never would have noticed and if she didn't ask me that and then I go through the questions whatever and then the after the guy helped me he's like oh ma'am um I noticed that there's an uncashed check from 2017 did you want to cash it I'm like what <laughs> I was so confused because just the night before 
I was I wasn't stressing, but I was like, okay, like I really need to find a way to make money because there's a lot of projects that I want to make happen. And the morning of, I woke up with a heavy heart, but I was still like, it's okay, like everything's gonna be okay. So when I called them and she told me all that, I was like, I was so mind blown because the way like God, the universe works is so crazy because they're always there for you there's always signs telling you everything's gonna be okay your angels are there for you there's always um there's always like you're always protected so when i realized that i'm like i really have nothing to to trip over and last year was my year to really step into that um mindset and when i when i went through the challenges that helped me step into that mindset because you can only learn through challenges I I was very thankful because I'm like without those moments I would have never thought of life like this and I would have never been who I am today and it it helped me have more confidence in what I do in life and what I want to do because in my community I've never seen someone create a podcast and live off of it I've never seen I've never seen someone live their life create a podcast be a model and do all types of different things all together and work at the club all together speak about spirituality but then saturday night you're you're a bottle silver girl like all of that <laughs> i've never <We> seen <laughs> you know like but i love and i've i met with the my friend and she was like it's not the nightlife has a very very bad um what's it called Rep- reputation but Mm-mm. it's all about what you bring to it. It's not about what the nightlife brings into your life because you're protected. You already know that. But what you bring to that life is what actually matters. And I feel like we both have good energy. Me, when I am in the... Everyone always tells me, like, oh, my gosh, thank you for, like... I've never had a service like this. But Because me, I literally want everyone to actually have fun and be good, you know? Mm-hmm. So all of that just I made think- me realize what. I think that that's so important and that's something that I've been realizing lately is, you know, like when you kind of go down this path of spirituality, you kind of feel like you have to be putting yourself in a certain kind of environment. Mm. But what I've realized lately is that we can put ourselves with other spiritual people and it's so easy to get along with someone who is exactly like you it is so easy to get to show love to someone who is exactly like you and has the same ideals and kind of the same way of thinking and they're kind of vibrationally in alignment with you that's easy so like that's not what we need to be doing we need Mm -hmm. to be doing the hard thing which is getting out of our comfort zone and planting that seed in in people and in environments that we normally wouldn't kind of see that kind of mindset that we have, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So I completely agree with you about it. It's all about what you bring. So I also do bottle service. And when I bring someone their check, I'm like, look, you have an angel number. Like, yes. this is what it means. Oh my gosh. So, you know, and they're like, oh, what does that mean? And I'm like, oh, it means this and this and this. Like, you should check on these things in your life and kind of evaluate. Like, you know, so you, you're you bringing your, um, your spirituality into everything that you do, you know. And I think that that mindfulness of putting yourself and your ideals in everything around you is so important. Like, you can be doing a meditation while you're doing the dishes you Mm. can be talking about these things with people who have no idea what you're talking about and maybe think you're crazy but you're planting that seed in them you know Mm. so i think just like bringing that level of awareness to just every part of your life even if it seems unconventional in that in that kind of environment it's just it's so important and that's how we kind of spread this message. We don't yeah. keep spreading this message by hanging out and with only surrounding people. ourselves with people that think just like us, you know? Mm. That's true. That's true. And I, I love that. I've never thought of that. Like, you can't. And I, I was just um, recording another episode when I was saying how I literally have people in my life that are from different walks of life because I'm such an open person. I talk to anyone. So then, but then I was like, how does that make sense with the type of personality too? Because not everyone's spiritual, but like you said, 
it's not about forcing someone to to think like you. It's not about forcing someone to um be like you because we all grew up differently and we all have different paths. Like what I realized in 2019, someone else is going to realize it in 2025. So we don't have the same journey and that's totally okay and that's totally normal. That's why when I I I appreciate people that do not believe in what I believe in but they they still listen. They still take the time to be considerate and actually listen to me. And I feel like spirituality changed my life in a sense that I became very much much more accepting of others. Even if I was always an op- open person, I consider other people's feelings because I understand that whatever you put out, you get back. So when I understood that I, if I was putting out negative comments about myself, of course, people are, negative people are going to come into my life. But also treating your friend or your mother or your your parents like the way you want to be treated even if they don't realize it initially at some point they'll be like oh, okay let me let me actually think about this let me think about my actions and stuff like that and that's that's what made me also realize that our relationship with ourselves is a friendship it's a relationship it's a parenthood it's it's sisterhood all of the above because whatever you realize within yourself you have conversations with your yourself you you can't not have conversations with yourself you know so you realize okay ruby i don't like when you do this and i'm like okay so I, i'll stop doing that because i i personally don't like it so i'll stop doing it you call your st- your yourself out on your own bullshit and that's also helps you um attract the better people in your life i that's that's what i realized recently too Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think the sooner that you kind of be nicer to yourself and learn to accept yourself, it becomes so much easier to be more accepting of others. Mm -hmm. Um, even if they don't agree with us, but like you said, like if they just take the time to listen or even if they don't want to listen, you know, like that's okay too. Um, but it just, it, it really helps you just have like a better understanding of people around you, like that they're just, not there yet they're not ready to have that conversation they're living a different perception of reality but like what you were saying about um you know okay I don't like this calling yourself out on your own bullshit like we are just all infinite reflections of each other you know so things that we see in others that we maybe don't like could be a reflection of ourselves that you know our shadow self that we need to work on. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, I, mm-hmm. so I agree 100% with whatever you're saying, mm-hmm. girl, like, no. <laughs> That's true, because the projection actually exists. I feel like a lot of people project onto others, and me saying, like, oh my gosh, I hate when you do this, and I hate when you do that, it's probably because I, I don't like me doing that for myself. You know what I mean? Um, my For example, my mother... Um, in her time, the perfect body was skinny girls, small, um, bra size, small, like all sizes. Okay. I grew up with big titties. My bra size is a huge for my body, but then I was never insecure about that. Like I always accepted my body, but my mom, and it's not her fault. Like I'm not bashing her or anything, but my mom would always be like, um, do you want to like, eventually fix that or you can't go out without a bra because it's gonna look weird and then i would go to school without a bra because it's bro i don't need a bra you know personally i don't think i do but my mom would be like no it's like uncomfortable and stuff like that i'm like mom it's uncomfortable for you not for me (laughs) (laughs) you know so when i realized that was projection i was like a lot of people do that Absolutely. Yes. They, they do project on, onto us. And I never thought about it in that way, um, about like a physical thing, but I do see people all the time projecting their pain and their own insecurities onto others. So yeah, we just have to kind of be able to recognize when someone is actually taking a bash at you or if they are just projecting something that they are insecure about themselves 
And I think that that also goes back to, you know, kind of those self-limiting beliefs and those negative thoughts that we get in our head is that it doesn't always come from us. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's being sent from someone else. You know, wow. I personally, I really believe in like evil eye and psychic attacks. And I think that that's why it's also so important to set your energetic boundaries and, you know, be, be very vocal and intentional about what you will allow into your psyche. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a conversation with my friend Daniel. He's an amazing channeler, so talented. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having a conversation with him the other day, and he was telling me that um, he could see my mind's eye is just so big that there's just so much information coming through and sometimes it's things that I don't want to know like Mm. things that are affecting me in a negative way so he was telling me he's like there's a lot of information coming through and um you should just if you want because of course we have free will but he said if you want set the intention that only things of the highest light and that are for your highest, greatest good to come through. And ever since I did that, like, I've been feeling so much better. I haven't been getting these as many uh, intrusive thoughts or mm. just, like, knowing knowing things about other people that I don't really want to know. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that's also, you know, super important is to just um, – realize it's not always coming from you like people are jealous and they can send you things so to just be intentional and to keep those thoughts out and other people's energy away we don't want that in here get it out of here Mm -mm. (laughs) throw it out the window (laughs) (laughs) trash (laughs) right no that's true that's true and i i had a lot of the times I would think like, oh, people are just trying to look out for me. They're just trying to tell me um, to fix myself because I need to fix myself. It's like because they love me. But even if the person loves you, they can still project their insecurities on you without even noticing. And they don't even know. Like, that's what it is. I've learned because I'm someone I used to be someone that whatever you do, like if you disappoint me once or you piss me off once, I'm cutting you off and I'm acting like you were never in my life. But <laughs> I realize like a lot of people don't have it figured out internally. So it's hard to even be a friend. It's hard to even be a parent. It's hard to be a citizen because we have all these responsibilities and all these distractions. And then at night we have to deal with our own selves, like our personal selves. Like it's hard. It's really, really hard. That's why I, I'm thankful for the friends that allow me to go through these, these phases where I don't want to talk to anyone because I literally just need my me time. I need to I need to be by myself. I need to, to focus on myself because I need to figure something out and some things out. And I can't do that if I'm constantly giving you my time, you know? Absolutely. That's um I completely agree with you one hundred percent. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. And um I've actually lost a few friends that um that are more newer friends, but mm-hmm. for that reason that they just don't understand that I can't constantly be giving away my energy. Mm-hmm. I need to fill up my own cup. And then my friends that I've had like literally since I was a child, they understand me on that level that mm-hmm. I don't have to speak to you or hang out with you every single day mm-hmm. to to be friends with you and to have that connection with you. And I think that um, people who understand that, those are the people that will stay in your life that, that yeah. know, like I can go five years without talking to my friends mm-hmm. and I could call them and be like, Hey, what's up? Like nothing mm-hmm. ever happened, you know, yeah. because they get you on that level and they, that's who really needs to be in your life because they don't need anything from you to mm-hmm. love you, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where you can really see that differentiation between like someone who is feeding off of you and someone who just genuinely loves you and your company and your your just being you know absolutely do you feel like like um just to go to another topic do you feel like the nightlife has (laughs) helped or not helped but has been i don't want to say it but has like been negative to like your spiritual journey Um, I'm going to say yes and no. So Mm -hmm. I started working in the nightlife industry, uh, three years ago Mm -hmm. and 
when um, the pandemic hit in the U.S. really bad in mm-hmm. um, March of 2020, everything was shut down for months. Yeah. And the club that I was working at, it was closed for almost a year. And during that year that I was away from all of that, um, I went through my second spiritual awakening and mm-hmm. everything kind of shifted for me. And I I used to drink a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And I feel like um, being in the nightlife industry, it doesn't help with that, you know. So when I first started, I was drinking even more than I normally would. Mm-hmm. So when I had that time off and I went through that second spiritual awakening, I stopped drinking completely. Um, I just shifted all my thoughts. But, you know, eventually the club reopened um, and I went back just for some extra money on the weekends mm-hmm. um, when I was kind of taking some time off of just working for myself and, you know, doing all the things that I need to do. I just needed to take a break for my own mental health because yeah. when you're in this field and you do this kind of work, it, it you're giving a lot away. But if you're not refilling your cup, it, it takes a toll on you. But I started working again um, this year, this past year, um, in the nightlife. And I feel like if you want to be spiritual and you want to be in the nightlife, you really, really, really have to keep that self-awareness in check. Because um, I don't know how it is in Canada, but in the U.S., the egos of everyone that work in nightlife are very, very big. So... When you're around that much ego, naturally your own ego wants to come out to protect you, you know, mm-hmm. from from your pure self. So I feel mm-hmm. like it can be negative because you kind of have to put this shell up, but then you kind of have to put it in the backseat and be like, listen, I'm not going to be like these other people. Mm-hmm. I can bring out a bit of my true self and show love to these people, even if they're, you know, thinking that they're better than me or because it's really all, all projection in there. Um, and you just have to stay mentally strong because I know you do bottle service too. And there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like, you know, you kind of just have to really be like extra mentally strong and go up with those Um, layers of protection and talk to your team before you go in and set that intention that you won't let these other people affect you and um, you you just really have to put that protection up too you know those alcohol demons be lurking in the club (laughs) (laughs) not like dead ass though like (laughs) it's crazy because I never knew alcohol was called spirits by the way Mm -hmm. until I actually did my research because I don't, I'm intolerant. I don't tolerate alcohol, but I do drink, I do drink though. But I've been through situations where I would drink and I wouldn't remember the next, what happened. And the thing is, I wasn't even drinking excessively, but a lot of the times I I could drink two, two cups of tequila soda, whatever. The next day I will not remember anything that happened anything that happened that night and i and i would re my body would react to alcohol in weird ways i remember november bro i drank the next day i was throwing up for the the whole day my body and when you throw up there's i have this theory that it's like the spirit trying to come out of you it's probably too intense for people but because when you throw up it's not you controlling your body. It's literally your body controlling you. You, mm-hmm. If you have to throw up, there's no way you can hold it inside, bro. It's like when you need no. to... No, <laughs> you, you know can try. Mean? It'll just... Yeah, yeah. It's coming out either... If it's not going to come out from your mouth, it's going to come out from your nose. Anything, like... And it's like... Yeah. The feeling of your body literally controlling you to, to put that out. <laughs> it's so weird to me. But anyways, I when I realized, like, alcohol was, was actual spirits and I put more um i did more research on that i was like bro this is very fucked up because you could smoke a a spliff and still feel like yourself right you're just just your mind is on a high but when you drink and you're a whole other person like you do things that you would never do if you were sober it's so crazy to me it's mind-blowing because it's like how does that work how does that happen you know yeah yeah so the way I see it is you're basically, you're getting possessed. 
So I had, it's like, it's like you have an alter ego. Like when I used to drink a lot, I called my alter ego, my, my drunk self, she's Patricia. And when people would tell me that, oh, you did this and this and this last time, like, no, I didn't. That was Patricia. (laughs) I was not there. Mm -hmm. Because our soul, our soul is so pure that it Mm. cannot stand, it cannot stand to, um, to, to see those things happen when that, that much alcohol is in our body. So as soon as our soul leaves, we forget, we can't remember, another spirit comes through and they're just like, let's party and they're riding that high and they but they the crazy thing is this is what's so scary is they're in within your body they have access to all of your memories all of your thoughts Mm. all of your words so they can make you do and say things that you don't really want to do yeah Mm. which is so terrifying but it it does the the thing you were saying about throwing up it, it literally feels that feels like possession too and that you're just trying to get this spirit this demon out of you because your body's just like convulsing like Mm -hmm. there's just no way no way to stop it but that's also it's I think it's a form of purge um I used to hate throwing up I'm very much a puker I have a very Mm. sensitive stomach and um I used to look at it as something that I hated doing because obviously it's so uncomfortable to vomit but after I went to ayahuasca, I was purging so, so, so much. Like, I could not stop. Mm-hmm. But every time I did, I felt better within myself, not only in my physical body, but in my light body, in my spirit. Because mm-hmm. every time I was physically vomiting, it felt like there was, you know, kind of parts of my shadow that were leaving my body and it it taught me to kind of honor that part of Mm -hmm. that uncomfort because it's it's honestly like you're do you're going through shadow work you know you have to go through this really really uncomfortable part and let it all out and then after you feel so much better but during the process it's just it feels awful and you're like wait why am I doing this why did I do any of this but then when it's over you're like Oh, that was great. Like, I feel really good now. No, fact. I love throwing up just for that feeling right after. You know what I mean? Like, when Mm -hmm. I'm hungover and I need to throw up, I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be good. And you feel brand new. Literally, you feel brand new. And it's crazy. It's crazy. But one thing about me, like, I'm still going to drink alcohol. I think it's all about, like, um, controlling, like, the intake that you, like, just learn yourself. I've... I've had many years of experience with this alcohol business and I feel like I, I finally learned my limit and how to get to know what my limit is limit is and who to drink around because sometimes your spirit can't even handle other uh, the other pe- spirits that are around you. So that's why it's acting out like it doesn't want to be here. And mm-hmm. that's that, that like that was very, really, very enlightening. And I, I, it's lessons that I all took last year and I hopefully I'm going to apply it for 2022 because I don't want to make the same mistakes I made in the past. I don't like, I don't like being in the same karmic cycle. It pisses me off when I see a situation happening again. I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't learn last time, you know? Yeah. 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 It's really crazy that, you know, you kind of just come full circle, but at least you're able to recognize it. Like I see so many people, they're like, in the same situation over and over again with another person. And I'm like, dude, how do you not see? How do you not see? How do you not see what's happening here? It's a lesson. It's a le- open them. Like, open your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you have to do something different. I'm like, it's going to keep happening if you do the same thing every time. Yeah. Usually, it's the harder choice to make. When you make yeah. the harder choice, that's when, you know... That's when shit's gonna change, finally. Exactly. You know, otherwise you're just gonna keep circling back around until you learn your lesson. Yeah. And that was something that took me so, 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 so long to do. Yeah. But now I'm finally able to recognize like the patterns and the cycles and when it's time to end them. Yeah. That's true. Me too. And it's 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 um heartwarming because it's like, oh, I feel safe. Cause I know that. 
I've learned what I needed to learn. And I know that I'm going to learn new more things, new things, but I'm good because I've gotten through the lessons from before, you know? That's also right. 2022, like... <laughs> 2021 was so hard. That's why I'm like, 2022, I know it's going to be a good year, but with the good comes the bad, and the bad, not necessarily bad, bad, but it's like the challenges, the obstacles, the trials and turbulations or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, what what situations am I going to be, be put in this year, you know? Mm-hmm. But I trust the guidance of the universe, and I trust myself now enough to understand that whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's, like, the most important thing is just, like, you know, it's always going to be something. We're always going to be put in front of these obstacles that we have to get around. But if we just have faith in the universe and learn how to listen to that higher inner guidance, everything's going to be okay. And you just have to keep that thought in your head is that you're going to come out of it. You've been in worse situations, you know? Like, if you could make... Like, I always just think back to, like, the worst time of my life and just tell myself, if I was able to get through that, this is nothing. I'm good. I got it, you know? So just keeping faith in the universe, like, that's just, like... It's it's just what gets you through. Like, I feel like every year for me, I have, like six months so good amazing nothing could go better and then another six months is like we're gonna drag you through hell and back but you know you come out of the other side as a better person so you're like constantly in this like ebb and flow of like these super highs and these super lows and just like learning and evolving so Life truly yeah. is a roller coaster, to be honest. Like I used to, absolutely. I used to look at that quote and be like, "What do you mean?" But now I know, cause that shit will bring you to the highest highs, and then boom, you're at the lowest low, and you're like, "What the fuck? How did I get there?" But the good news is, you're always gonna come out of it if you decide that you want to come out of it. You know. Absolutely, and you just you have to. When I get to rock bottom, and I've been there quite a few times in my life, I'm like, okay, this is where I am, but I literally cannot, physically cannot go any lower than this. So it's going to start to get a little bit better, you know, little by little, and that's just, like, what keeps me going. Like, a couple months ago, I was literally, I was so depressed, and I'm like, how did I get here from being like having the best year of my life. Like, how did I get here? How did I end up here again? You know, but when you, you think like I've been here before you ask yourself, you ask your subconscious. Yeah. How does it get better? Show me how it gets better. And your Mm. brain will start looking for ways that it gets better. better. Yeah. That's like another thing that also helps with just, you know, those self-limiting beliefs is, um, asking yourself, show me how it gets better because your brain literally is like made to do that. You know, it's made to problem solve and, and think about it. So it just, you have to ask yourself the right questions and have that self-awareness to heal. I'm so thankful. I came like you actually spoke on the podcast because I feel like the, this type of advice is not a lot of people are going to understand it, but I feel like the, the people that get it, get it. And the ones that don't, don't, and the ones that do get it, it's helpful to know that there's other people around the world that think like you and that feel like you and that are going through the same shit. Like, spiritual journey, spiritual awakening is not easy, but, like, you're going to make it through it, you know? Yeah, it, it is actually, it's, I would not call it easy at all. I would say it's one of the hardest things that you go through in this life if you um if you do sign up to have an awakening in this life but you know to just live blissfully unaware and ignorant in this world is easy um but to know things and to actually have to have that self-awareness to heal yourself and do the work on yourself and actively try to be a better version of yourself every single day that is the hardest thing that you can do and you know to show kindness to people who are absolutely awful to you and to others like that is the real hard work but it's so worth it because Mm -hmm. even though 
since my spiritual awakening, I've gone through so many obstacles. It's, I would never go back to the mm-hmm. way it was before, mm-hmm. you know, like just having this new perception of reality is, I don't even know how to explain it to someone like who doesn't understand, like when you get there, you will know, yeah. you know, and that's, Definitely. that's what I have to say to anyone who, who doesn't really understand what I'm saying, because I didn't understand either. And then one day it just, it just clicked, clicked and I yeah. never went back. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I, I went from not knowing what the hell meditating was, crystals, all of that, to like actually tapping into my intuition, tapping into my chakras and all of that. And it's helped so much. And also, like, if you don't believe in all of that, like chakras and crystals and whatever, you still still having hope and faith in yourself is a good way of living. You don't need to like you don't need to believe in what the fuck we believe in but just know like having faith in the world you live in and the 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 world that you have inside yourself is the best thing you could do for yourself and that's how your life will actually go good because faith is what literally unlocks all doors (laughs) you know absolutely yeah if you if you can pick one thing to believe in to make your life better it's to believe in love or light or faith or whatever you want to call it but that is like literally what makes you keep going you know it's what makes everything worth it in the end you know Mm -hmm. is finding joy within the little things Mm -hmm. so even if you don't want to believe that you know your crystal has magical powers and that you have a whole whole ass team of spirits that are just constantly talking to you and guiding you through your everyday you don't have to believe in all of that but you should 100% 100% believe in love and light and that good always overcomes evil because yeah. we yeah. have both in this world. We yes. have both, so. Yes. Oh, thank you, Sanara. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank, <laughs> thank you so you. much for having me. No problem. I'm going to put all her socials on the description box, so go ahead, follow her. Go see her TikTok section. She actually puts us on to a lot of game. And I'm very thankful that you came on the platform. I am so happy that you had me. It was so nice to talk to you. And we have actually so much in common. Yeah. Like more than more than I more than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. So um let's keep in touch and yeah. yes, thank you so much and thank you to everyone who is listening. Yes. Bye Jen. Thank you again for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe and let your people know that they don't want to miss this.